This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, April 30th, wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man, still waiting to hang out with Lil Wayne over Zoom, Jerem Jordan. Now, you and I hung out with Wayne Brady over Zoom. This last is true. Uh, he, he joined a, a company Zoom because... Mm-hmm. He has uh, a TV show here, and, uh, you know, John Legend, uh, in our photo with John Legend and Wayne Brady, is in the hallway. There are many other people in said hallway as well, but that's kind of cool, right? Uh, but yesterday, Kalani Satake was, uh, went on, uh, you know, a show that looked zoomy, and in it was uh, Lil Wayne, Carson Daly, Deion Sanders, like Kalani's talking about Zach Wilson, of course, but I was like, that's, that's awesome. The most random collection of superstars, music personalities. Yeah. Whenever I see Carson Daly, I just think of Total Request Live from MTV in the year 1998 or 2000. Story time. It's 01. It's July. We're driving through uh, Times Square. My sit, all my teenage, my two sisters and two stepsisters, They'll hop out and like go underneath it and like take a picture. We like go around the block. They're mm-hmm. like, "Do you want to go?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> I'm like, I just want to sit here. It's no okay. TRL for Jerem Su- Jordan. Super random. Yeah. Anyways, TRL. Well, we're like, "Wow, it's right there." You were tired of "I Want It That Way" from Backstreet Boys being the number one song Never. for 73 weeks in a row. Someone tweeted that <laughs> Zach Wilson looks like Nick from the Backstreet Boys last night, which I'm like, Nick? I kind of, I kind of have it. He looks like a boy band member, but I don't know about Nick. Nick just because blonde. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Why did I do that? I have that hair. And I just... More boy band talk on this Friday, including uh, Broadway Zach and the New York Jets, who now are a go for launch. Did the Jets pull off the best first round of any NFL team? BYU offensive coordinator Aaron Roderick was in Cleveland with the Wilson clan last night. He recaps an historic moment when Zach's name was called Overall at number two, plus our draft day prop pick recap. And what's the best NFL team fit for the remaining BYU professional hopefuls? Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Zach Wilson goes second overall to the New York Jets. How about that? How about that? He's the highest drafted BYU player in history. Also the highest drafted Utah high school player in history. Shout out to Penny Sewell as well. Two in the top seven from Utah. Pretty, pretty awesome. Zach Wilson discusses what the night was like. Yeah, it was so surreal. You know, obviously we kind of expected it, but but actually getting it called uh, was absolutely insane. It was it was one of the coolest, most emotional experiences I've ever had. And and uh, there was moments where I just looked around and, and just tried to suck it all in because it was it was it was truly amazing. Much much more on Wilson and the draft coming up. The remaining BYU prospects: Brady Christensen, Kyrus Tonga, Matt Bushman, Dax Milne, Chris Wilcox, Chandon Herring, and Tristan Hodge, among others. Now wait and hope to hear their names called today or tomorrow as the NFL draft continues through the weekend. Rounds two and three begin tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, and will air on ESPN, ABC, and the NFL Network. Of note, Pro Football Focus has two BYU Cougars listed as top 100 best available prospects remaining. Brady Christensen, number 43, Dax Milne at 73. 
Baseball crushes St. Mary's 12-0 thanks to a season-high 18 hits. Jacob Wilk, Brock Watkins had three RBIs apiece. Pitcher Easton Walker had eight strikeouts in seven innings. He was fantastic. Game two is tonight, again, 8 Eastern on BYU TV, BYU Radio 107.9 FM, and the BYU Cougars app. How about this for a stat? Easton Walker in his previous 50 innings pitched combined. 50 innings. Got 11 total runs of support in 50 innings, Jeremy. It's, like, it's like when Felix Hernandez won uh, the Cy Young for the Mariners with like one game over 500. Okay. So in the one game last night, Easton leaves and it's 10 to nothing. So he got almost as many runs in support in one game as he did in 50 innings. That'll do. Holy cow. BYU women's soccer, the 12th seed in the NCAA tournament, takes on Virginia tomorrow night. Second round of the tourney. Winner moves on to the Sweet 16. The game will happen in Cary, North Carolina. You can listen live on the BYU Sports Network and BYU Radio. Sounds like Gary, Indiana, right? Cary, North Carolina. Cary, Carolina. Uh, men's golf competing in the second round of the West Coast Conference Championships in Henderson, Nevada. Cougars are teeing off in the next 15 minutes. Currently sit in second at 11 under, eight strokes behind Pepperdine, who's really, really good. Kelton Hirsch, top individual Coug, tied for third, one stroke off the lead right now. BYU softball working to begin a new win streak after having it snapped by Utah Valley. 16 in a row before that game. The first place Cougars... In the West Coast Conference, travel to LMU for a three-game series with the second-place Lions. Big one. Game one, first pitch today at 5 Eastern. Track and field will compete in the West Coast Relays and Texas A&M alumni muster this week. Off the block announces finalists for the National Men's Volleyball Awards. Will Stanley has been nominated for the Loy Ball Award. Given to the best setter, Gabby Garcia-Fernandez, nominated for the Brian Ivey Award, given to the best opposite, Dane Blanton, best minority and ethnicity player and national server of the year, and Davide Gardini, nominated for the Karch Karai Award as the best outside. I vote in this. You give three names, and uh, they boil it down to the finalists. I did vote for all of those guys and all of those things, but not a surprise, and an un- I thought it was unbiased, you know? They're, Even though I call the games for BYU, they deserve it. They're all deserving. And guess what? They won most of those awards last year, right? The only one that wasn't won by one of those guys was Dane Blanton uh, Award for Gabby Garcia. That was it. Good luck to the fellas as they push for those awards, and more importantly, a national championship, and first since 2004. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Broadway, Zach, Wall Street, Wilson, Zach's Fifth Avenue, all now in play. Zach Wilson to the New York Jets as the number two overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft is official. So cool to watch all of that unfold last night on multiple networks, live television. The spotlights were bright. Zach was ready for it. Jerem, what was the best thing about Zach Wilson's historic draft night? It was exciting. The whole thing was exciting. I don't know that I have a singular moment. Uh, maybe when I saw what his contract is going to be worth, which <laughs> let's go over that, okay? So Spotrack, uh, which, which uh, tracks this. Four years, 35.1 mil, fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Not many things in life are guaranteed. This is mm-hmm. $22.9 million signing bonus. How about that? Okay. About I think you can afford that Tesla now. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it was awesome, man. It was, it was cool to see his excitement. It was cool to see how ready he was. No surprise. It would have been, been a little more fun had we not known where he was going to go last night. But he was too good. And the Jets were too in love. So he ends up going to the Jets. And there was some really cool social media 
associated with that. It was fun to see who was in the green room. Mm-hmm. With Zach. Oh, that, maybe that image maybe was that great. was it. That just was so cool. John Beck, I texted him. I was like, dude, I was hoping you'd be in the camo like you were for the San Diego State game. And he said, next time. And I, you know, I asked Festus Sitake what it was like, um, and he he said it was just amazing. You'll hear my conversation with Aaron Roderick outside of the green room. Like he leaves the area because it's too loud. He's just in the hallway. Yeah. It's every Alabama player is being taken six in the first 24, which Tied is incredible. A record. They all come out and like, yeah, man. And Aaron, you know, they're like, yeah. We're, he's like, Jamar Chase of LSU is right here. And Devontae Smith's right there. And it was just cool to see a BYU guy and Zach Wilson. And honestly, he's earned this. This wasn't like crazy or out of the blue or random. Like when Ziggy Ansah was fifth, it was like, whoa, that was crazy. This was predictable and earned and really fun to watch. I loved the conversation that Zach Wilson had with the general manager of the Jets and his head coach, Robert Sala, the coach, Joe Douglas, the general manager. They recorded that phone call, put it out, and I just loved the sincere, genuine excitement in Zach Wilson's voice. I'm going to give you everything I got. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I thought the approach by Joe Douglas was cool when he said, when did you first start playing football? Which is really a random moment in question. Right? Right? He's like, I was seven years old. And he's like, just remember, it's yeah. the same game. Yeah. Have just trying to fun. loosen him up. Yeah. Have fun. And then Robert Sala saying, obviously, this is an amazing moment for no, you. He, he said friggin'. Yes. Which I was like, that's a very BYU moment uh-huh. as well. That, that, that uh, <laughs> resonates it with the BYU crowd. It could have not been that. He said, yeah. what, a, what a friggin' moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right in the heart of New York. Okay, two Show BYU. title, done. Okay. And then he said, this franchise is going to lift you, not the other way around. Which is nice to hear. I, I am really excited to see how that happens. Well, and it did, because let's talk about what the Jets did. Okay. The Jets trade up to 14. They had a great first, first round, round Jerem. And they get Elijah Vera Tucker, who was an offensive lineman at USC that we saw in 2019 who is a guard, but he can play tackle as well. So you have uh, you know an all-pro and pro bowl left tackle there. Yeah. Um, and then you have Tucker coming in, uh, Vera Tucker. So that's exciting because they want to build around him. When you get a quarterback and a lineman, you know where the investment is. The draft capital is going that direction. So that was, that was great. And to see Zach go too, it's, just st- it's still surreal Amazing. because you see all these names, all these college names, all these big stars, national champions. Zach was the second dude taken. Yes. And what's random thing, because Trevor Lawrence is at home, we had no hugs with the commish, which is the thing last year. You know who had the first hug since 2019 with the commish? Zach Wilson. It was Zach Wilson. Yep. Just super random. You mentioned the six Alabama players. Zach Wilson was drafted higher than all six of those Alabama players. Which is pretty gnarly. <laughs> then the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. It just is pretty surreal, like you yes. said. Great. I love that Zach Wilson's – Arguably biggest fan in the media, Chris Sims, was very ready to tweet and said, wow, New York Jets doing big things. I love Vera Tucker. The Jets are going to be running the Shanahan run scheme, and you need talented offensive linemen. Vera Tucker can play tackle or guard, as you mentioned, Jerem, but probably best at guard. Adam Schefter, Zach Wilson's newest friend, is USC guard Elijah Vera Tucker. Just as the Chargers are protecting Justin Herbert, the Jets doing the same thing with Wilson. There were all these positive moves by the Jets and the mojo is good. Now I it's just a celebratory to, night. Yeah, yes, for sure. I just yeah. am is so excited to see what happens Come on. when they get on the field for the first time yes. with this 
new culture and excitement and they're trying to protect their quarterback. What type of a weapon is Zach Wilson going to have behind him at running back? Are they going to draft one today? You would think they will. Yeah, perhaps. They think they have the 34th overall pick. They're the second or third pick today. I take it one round at a time. Okay. So I'm just, I'm excited. (laughs) It was cool to see them trade up and go get a coveted offensive lineman saying, look, Zach, we're going to protect you. We're going to do what we can. But then backing it up by spending some cash, by spending some draft picks and saying, see, this is what we're talking about. The we're, anti- we're going pa- to help you. The anti-Packers. Oh, hey, Aaron Rodgers. Nope, we're just going to get a defensive player. Uh, the Harlem Jets. Oh, Remember yeah. the Harlem Jets? This was fantastic. So the Harlem Jets are uh, a group in Harlem, of course, uh, that it's a, it's a group that encourages youth football. So BYU went there a couple years ago, okay? The, the first time that Zach was actually introduced to New York and the Jets, I suppose, in a way, right? Someone tell the New York Jets that we drafted Zach uh, years ago in Harlem. <laughs> he was already our first-round pick. Congrats. Zach, dreams do come true. you got a huge fan base already here. We're definitely coming to watch you this season and cheer you on. That's cool. There is a connection to Harlem with BYU football and Zach Wilson, and they're called the Jets. There you go. He's on the cover of the New York Daily News again, not surprisingly. And the headline... <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Is quote the playbook of Mormon? Yep, <laughs> laying off the Broadway play, of course, in the book. I love the headline just below that, though. Yes, it says Mister Rogers wants new neighborhood. They, whoever the headline writers are, they're excellent, man. They're excellent. Okay, so this was notable. Um, second top five pick in the last nine drafts for BYU. Mm. How about that? A lot of schools that can't say that. Not a ton of picks overall, right. but they've had right. some big-time yes, picks. Yes, BYU needs to get more volume, but listen, if you're, if you're firing a certain missile, there's some big, there's some big missiles BYU's uh, firing occasionally, right? And when you look at what BYU did in the first round, hey, pretty notable when compared to a single conference hmm. that did not invite BYU a couple years ago, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU had more first-round draft picks than the entire Big Ten. <laughs> hey, Bob. Bob Bowlesby. What's going over there, buddy? We're still here. Still here. Still here. <laughs> Producing number two pick. Okay. Oh, I love the stat yeah, of the day. What, what, a, what a way to bring that stat of the day back. It's been on hiatus for a little bit. Kind of, well, we've, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love stat of the day. <laughs> I love the music, mainly. Yeah, what, and just what a night. And we'll, we'll get to this at some point. Like, where's this rank in BYU history in, in moments? I, Football I think accomplishments. it's really high up there. I think yeah. it's top 10 somewhere. Um, pretty cool, man, to have the number two pick. Let's hear more from the man of the night, Zach Wilson, who was clearly ready to get on stage. He was already there. In fact, when his name was called, phone calls had taken place with the Jets. He knew what was happening. And here's what he said about that onstage experience. Coming out there and meeting the commissioner was awesome. You know, obviously there's some passionate, passionate Jets fans, and that's what keeps that team going. And uh, it was awesome to, you know, kind of celebrate with those guys a little bit on the stage. And there was a lot of energy, you know, really just going on in my head. I just can't wait to get started. It was fun to see him high five some fans, but I was like, this is this is different. Everyone's vaccinated though, so it's okay. That's going saying, through my mind. I'm like, I kept saying double vaccine. Wash meaning, your hands, meaning they had gotten the second. Wash shot. your hands after you high five. Which one of you got the Johnson and Johnson? <laughs> um, yeah, big time stuff. So today, Zach will be introduced to the media. Uh, Mel Kiper Jr. acting like Draper's, like uh, you know, farmland or something. Anyway, uh, he's ready to get this rolling. Can't wait to get on. Uh, 
over to the facility, get into Jersey, and, and start meeting those guys. I think I think that's where it all starts: is building connection with the with the new players and, and then the coaches, and then making sure that we we start uh, start from ground one, and we're gonna start installing offense and, and getting back into camp and all that kind of thing. So it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, very cool. We both spoke with John Beck. You mentioned the camo. John texted me after the baseball game and said Zach gets on a plane first thing in the morning. Yeah, he's headed to New York. And then the real fun begins. But Zach said the thing that was giving him anxiety, he told us this earlier in the week, was just having to wait before he could actually get to work. He's like, I just want to dive in now. I just want to know where I'm going so that I can get in the playbook right now. It's like when you get your mission call, minus 35 million bucks. Uh, but where you're like, hey, I want to just do the thing now. I don't want to like wait. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get this thing rolling. And learning another language without being in that country is like, um, practicing swimming strokes outside of water. It's just you just gotta you just gotta go right. You gotta get into that. Um, unless you're stateside, and then you just that would have been harder. That mm. would have been harder for sure. One of our favorite images last night: the family around him. Oh, I love that. And uh, I, I, it is like he does look so young. We've stared at him for three years. He looks so young compared to everybody else. I can see the uh, comparisons where it's like. Oh, he looks like a, a guy that would play Zach Wilson in a Disney movie. Or he's every 80s uh, villain or whatever. You know, that's, that, always, that always makes me laugh. Oh, again, John Beck, uh, his coaches, Kalani Satake, Fessy Satake, Aaron Rodgers. I wish Lil Wayne would have been in there too, but anyway. His high school coach, Coach Care from yeah. Corner Canyon, also there to witness it. it was, I liked that, that Zach made it a point to bring all of those guys in that helped him develop his Yeah, and this year they had career. more room. Yeah. Like, hey, we're, we have to space you guys out away from each other and have, you know, partitions. And so, he listen, they told him he could have one assistant coach. And they yeah. said, mm, I'm taking three or I'm not showing up. And when you're the second pick, you have that kind of leverage. Zach Wilson, with that leverage, had his posse around him and spoke about what that was like to have the people that he cares most about with him in this life-changing moment. Yeah, it means the world to have those guys here with me. You know, I had to, I had to push these guys to let me get as many as I could here because, you know, these guys truly uh, had, had such a big toll on me and, in, in order to get me uh, to where I am today. It was awesome uh, to have my three coaches here, my high school coach here as well, and then my whole family. Zach Wilson, number two overall to the New York Jets. It's, it's crazy, man. It, I'm looking at the Jets' schedule last night, saying, okay, we don't know dates and times yet, but maybe there's a game that... There is Zach Wilson, Taysom Hill, maybe. When, yeah, well, there's the Saints and Jets are going to play, there's but Zach, we don't know if Taysom's going to start, right? Zach Wilson versus Mac Jones, maybe, mm-hmm. twice? I mean, okay. there's some really intriguing things. Will that, Zach Wilson play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I didn't look close enough. Yeah, I don't know. Is there a Tom Brady versus Zach Wilson scenario? <laughs> well, then. Okay, then. That's heavy, right? It's like, is it bad that when he was drafted, I went, oh, I went to the Jets. <laughs> I was like, please somehow get somewhere else. I've go to the Niners. I've, I've the green goggles are on for me, you know. I, I, and again, it's rooting with your heart. You just hope. You hope yeah. so much, totally, that it goes well and that there's progress. You know, I'm hopeful. What, you know, it was kind of fun. It was pretty quiet last night from a certain. Uh, nearby fan base. Yes, mm. that's pretty quiet. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> and it will be quiet the whole draft. Our question of the day: What was, was the BYU's year? Best thing about Zach Wilson's historic draft night? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. I can't wait to get tweets about the uh, BYU Utah game. That's not what we're talking about. Nope. We're talking about the draft. Yep. 
Not the game. BYU won the day. The draft. BYU won the day. Michael Moser on Instagram says, The Jets' phone call was Zach when they said, This organization is going to lift you up, not the other way around. It's good to know the Jets are going to do their best to support Zach instead of relying on him to rescue them. I, I now need a meme on, in the sand of Robert Sala holding Zach Wilson and just one set of footprints. Oh That's what I would goodness. really like right now. <laughs> Coming up. How big of a jump is Draper and Provo to New York? You know what's going to happen. It's going to show up, someone, it's show up on Twitter me. now. That, that will happen. <laughs> Aaron Roderick spoke with Jerem Jordan in the midst of the green room chaos. Hear about what, what it was like to be in Cleveland at the draft last night. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Still waiting for that Photoshop. How does 12-0 sound versus St. Mary's? 12-0 last night. Oh, man. You're pretty good, right? Game two tonight, 8 Eastern on BYU TV, BYU Radio 107.9 FM, the BYU Cougars app. We are live in Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play on a Friday. Yes, this is how we do it. Celebratory. Zach Wilson, number two overall to the New York Jets. Alongside Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. And why not relive the experience through somebody that was in the green room with Zach? Yes, last night I spoke with Aaron Roderick outside of the green room. And he had to remove himself because it was a little, little loud. But just what a performance, not only from Zach, for, for, but this coaching staff, to elevate him from he's competing for the job to number two this year. A lot of the credit goes to Zach. But a lot of it goes to the quarterback coach and the uh, you know, offensive staff for developing him. And here's my conversation last night, you know, it, 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 uh, an hour after it happened with Aaron Roderick on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. All right, Aaron, first off, you look great. Uh, what's it like to be at the NFL draft, man? Um, it's been fun. You know, this is my, this is my first time. I've never, uh, never had this opportunity before. Um, and just, it's been a really, really, really good time being with, just hanging out with Zach and Kalani and Fessy, John Beck's here, you know, uh, Zach's high school coach, coach care from Co- uh, corner Canyon. It's been really fun. Just hanging out with a, a lot of the guys that have, you know, been fortunate enough to have a chance to work with Zach. No surprise that he goes number two to the Jets, but has the reality of the situation sunk in that you guys help Zach and he helped you to be the number two pick? It wasn't a big surprise, no. I think I think most people expected this. Um, and the reality of it is going to set in when he has to go win games. You know, that's, <laughs> that's uh, tonight, tonight, tonight's fun. But now it's, uh, you know, that's a tough, it's a tough place, tough market, tough league. I don't care what team you're on in that league. Um, but I think if, if they can, they got a lot of draft picks and they've, you know, they ended the season strong last year. And with this new staff, I think the offense they're going to run is very, very similar to the one we ran. Um, and so, in fact, I think that was a big part of what they liked about him was a lot of what he was doing on film is what, what they like to do. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's got his work cut out for him, but tonight's just a night to celebrate and enjoy it. And then, you know, hopefully if, if they can put a good team around him, I like his chances. The number two pick in the draft is the, the top selection in BYU history, Aaron. Has, has the history of the moment, um, you know, settled in at all? Because what happened tonight is one of the biggest moments in BYU football history. You know, I was just talking to John Beck and Kalani uh, just a little while ago about – the pressure we were talking about the pressure of succeeding in New York and John and I got into conversation about uh, 
the pressure of playing quarterback at BYU. And that, you know, nationally, most co- casual fans wouldn't realize how much pressure there is on a BYU quarterback. And um, there's just been so many great ones. And as soon as you start naming them, you already are leaving out like five other great ones, right? I mean, wh- whatever your list is, you start naming the names, you're forgetting five others that were great too. And so um, to play in a line of so many great QBs, I mean, there's been so many good ones. For him to do this tonight is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And, and you know, we'll see what happens in the future. I, I, I think he's got a great chance to be successful. Absolutely. We're talking with Aaron Roderick in the green room at the draft, which is pretty fun on draft night here. Aaron, give us a sense of what that moment was like when Zach was officially told, hey, it's the Jets, and then that's called, and, and that moment in the room. I think everyone was expecting the call, and we kind of knew what was up. And yet, when it happened, I was kind of caught off guard by how emotional Zach got. You know, he, you know, you expect mom to cry or whatever and whatever, but uh, I think Zach was – he showed some emotion that I hadn't seen out of him very often. He's – and, uh, he, he, you know, he worked hard for this. And let's be honest, it wasn't that long ago there were a lot of people that were pretty hard on him. And, and um, he, he handled it like a pro. And that's why he's here tonight. A year ago, as you talked about, he's coming off injury. He's battling for the starting spot. A lot was made of not being a captain, whatever. The moment he's named the starter, he's the captain, whatever. We, we're over that story, right? But yeah. you, you're trying to mold this guy to the best player he can be. The ceiling was way high up to the number two pick. Like, What was that process like with Zach to get him to this point? I learned a long time ago to enjoy that process, to like – be in the moment and enjoy it, you know, and, and you can't be uh, content with mistakes or anything, but you, you have to learn that mistakes and growth, you know, that's part of growth. And, and the, some of those tough losses that we went through, some of those games that people might've been like, how the heck did we lose that game? Those were all part of the process of building an 11 and one team and getting to this point tonight and the one thing that I really appreciated always about Zach was just how accountable he was, um, how, mu- how much he wanted to be coached. You know, he was never a guy that was content with just me saying, hey, good job. You know, he, he wants to know why. He wants to know – he wants to be coached every play. Um, he wants to correct every mistake. And uh, he was never a guy that was going to point his finger at anybody else. And I think that's why he got kept getting better, you know, and, and – and he got healthy too. Let's, you know, that's another thing is another, another big reason why he's here tonight is he's proven his toughness. He played injured a lot of games. He was injured in his sophomore year, shoulder and broken hand and still played and uh, showed a lot of guts when he could, he could have just bowed out and just let one of the other guys be the guy for the second half of the season and, and gotten himself healthy. And he, he showed a lot of toughness and a lot of grit and all those things are factors in why he's here today. And when it came to the conversation after the season, during the season, you've talked about how, oh, gosh, there were a lot of phone calls and emails and interest in him. What's been the the message that you've wanted people to know about him that maybe they didn't know? Pretty much what I just said, like just what a gritty, tough competitor is. You know, he looks like he looks like he should be an actor or, you know, the star of a boy band or something. But (laughs) he is a ton. He is a tough, tough guy great competitor uh physically and mentally as tough as anybody i've ever coached and uh 
you got to know him to really know that, you know, and, and such a greedy competitor. And then, um, then I just also, you know, shared a little bit with coaches about how he prepares and how, how, how much he puts into it. You know, the physical abilities are obvious when you watch the film and the, the, the NFL, they make their own evaluations on that stuff. But, um, you know, I hope it's a great lesson for every player in our program, not just the quarterbacks that, if you prepare like he did, you know, you can really, you can really uh, maximize your abilities. And he went two, so there's room to go up, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two is pretty good. Two is pretty good. Yeah. Um, in, in the green room, who's making sure it's not too tense? Was anyone like breaking awkward silence or anything? Like what, what was it like in there? Was, are the snacks good? So the green room, it's, I, I've never been before, but I've been told in the past it was just, one giant room tonight they have it kind of cubicled off a little bit so it's almost like you have your own it's like a living room with couches and table and chairs and stuff and and then but the glass is clear so like you know we're right next to jamar chase or you know whoever next you know trey trey lance was a couple of doors down and so it was fun to mill around and and talk to guys had a good chat with coach orgeron tonight uh, somebody i got i got to know him a little bit when he was at usc and i was at utah um, and, and, uh, Kalani, I know Kalani knows everybody. So he's around talking to guys. Uh, and it, it was just fun. It was, it's, it's been really cool to interact. And what's fun is when someone gets picked everybody cheers for him. I mean, the, the other families are cheering for that guy getting drafted. It's, it's a, it's a cool thing. That's awesome because it's basically a bunch of Alabama guys, right? around, <laughs> And there's so many and it's uh, LSU and it's all these guys. What, what did this mean for BYU football? And, and how, do you, how do you leverage this forward? Because you hope this isn't a singular moment. You hope this is sort of a building block, I assume. Yeah, you know, we want, we want to use this for sure as a, as a way to, uh, you know, promote our program. And, you know, and, and this Zach's proving that, you know, especially at the quarterback position, you know, you can, you can go really high in the draft playing at BYU. You don't have to go to Clemson or Alabama to do that. And that's, that's a good, good message because there's a lot of good quarterbacks out there that uh, are BYU kind of guys. And, uh, but on the other hand, though, you know, we're, we're not going to get caught up in um, changing who we are. You know, we are who we are. It's our, our program, you know, a big part of the reason why we win is the character of our players that got, you know, having a, a, the, the culture that Kalani has established and guys that are bought into that. And so in a lot of ways, we're always going to get who we get. And then, uh, but there's no doubt when we get some good, good play at quarterback and a couple of skill guys like Dax Milne or, you know, Austin Colley or whatever, whoever you want to name, when you add a couple of, when you have a couple of those difference maker skill guys, that's when we, we have a chance to be great. And so we want to keep finding those guys and, and, this is a, you know, Zach's done a great job promoting our program. Well, congratulations on the number two pick in the draft as the QB coach. And that's an incredible accomplishment and uh, highest Cougar ever picked. And what a great night for a BYU football. Enjoy the night and uh, enjoy Cleveland here. Thanks. I'm having a great time. And I hope that my answers to your questions were actually, uh, I was actually answering your questions because I can barely hear you. It's really loud <laughs> in here, but uh, happy to be on with you guys. 
It's Aaron Roderick on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, you know why we show how. You were adequate, Aaron. You heard and delivered. Yeah, what a fun moment and what a fun little nugget at the end there. Of Hey, we're probably going to get who we get in recruiting, but when we have a couple of special skill guys on offense, then we can do something really special. So let's keep an eye on that, you know, uh, at running back, receiver, tight end, quarterback, that kind of thing. Well, it feels like BYU has potentially some special guys at the skill positions this year with Tyler Algier and now the Nakua brothers coming in to join Gunnar Romney. And what is special? Yeah. Yeah. And I would hate to be like, sorry, you're not special. <laughs> that's, that's really mean. You tried. Good. good great job. Uh, coming up. Our projections on where the rest of the Cougars will land this weekend in the draft and free agency. And which national analyst is the most excited about the Jets' second first-round pick? Guy protecting Zach Wilson. This is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Visible Supply Chain Management. Join us Saturday at 2.30 Eastern on BYU Radio for Over the Top as Steve Vale and I discuss the BYU men's volleyball team's chances at the NCAA tournament to bring home the natty. And we'll talk with reigning national player there, Gabby Garcia-Fernandez and Coach Sean Olmsted. Happy Friday, everyone. He is Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton, and this is BYU Sports Nation. Let's whip it! The Cougar Whip Around, presented by Visible Supply Chain Management, tackling America's most challenging shipping problems. Doth thou buy the narrative that Zach's adjustment from Draper and Prover to New York will be a tough hurdle for him? It's not so much about Draper, Utah to New York. It's anywhere to New York. The New York media is just brutal for anybody that's not from New York or anywhere close to the East Coast. So, no, I, I, I think Zach has been uh, told a billion times, so he's probably preparing for something just, like, unbearably bad. So may- maybe it'll be a little bit better than he's expecting it because all he's heard is nightmares about this whole thing. He's dealt with Utah fans for years. He should be just fine, right? He should be... No, obviously it's going He's to be dealt bad. with an insufferable fan base? <laughs> and at times BYU. Uh, yeah. No, they play in New Jersey, too, but no, it's going to be a challenge to ignore that noise, certainly. And there are going to be a lot of people trying to get his attention. Yeah. But he loves to just play the game and kind of hone in. Listen, he acknowledges them. He wore a wristband that said, you know, uh, prove them wrong. You know, with Bose, he's got a thing like quiet the noise. Yeah. Like, all good. Good point by John Beck to us earlier this week, too, saying, like, it's going to be really fun. They're going to love him. He's going to be the darling for this buildup. Initially. But as soon as the games start and as soon as those struggles hit, yeah. they will turn on you in a moment's notice. How does he respond when that happens? Yeah. Cougar boy. Who was more excited about the New York Jets pick of USC offensive lineman Elijah Vera Tucker at number 14? Was it Zach Wilson? You got some help? Was it Elijah's mom who was super stoked? Or was it ESPN analyst Todd McShay? I'm guessing it's going to be Zach because this guy's going to save him from uh, brutal hits. (laughs) The most expressive was Elijah's mom, understandably, but Yeah, the most excited is definitely Zach Wilson. This doubled down on the Jets saying, we're going all in on helping you and putting pieces around you to help you succeed so that we can build this thing out of the dumpster. Where will Zach make more money, sponsorships or the contract? Man. I mean, it's not close. Ah, It's going to be his football contract. It'll be his football contract. Like he's, I know he's a media darling. Thirty-four mil in sponsorships. He's got a lot wow. of different side deals going, but not with that much. 
thirty plus million dollars is a lot to catch up to. Yeah, it'll be the contract. But uh, yeah, homie's making a lot of coin, man. BYU's now had two top five picks in the last nine combined NFL drafts. When are they going to have another top five pick, Jerem? Uh, next year? No, I don't, I don't know. It, to, to have two in nine years is pretty notable. It's because there have been three in the top five ever. Jim McMahon was one of them. Yeah, who was the... It, it was Jim McMahon in 1982, and then it was... It would have been Steve Young. In 2013. Okay, so even if it's Steve Young... 30 okay. years, 30 years between top that's five like, picks. That's like saying, when's the next lottery pick for Bjorn Mintz? I don't know. <laughs> 20 years, 10 years, uh, five, I don't let's know. Go, uh, let's be in the middle. Nine years. In and nine. Th- so in uh, 21 years, BYU's going to have another top five pick. There's a kid that's like 13 right now that's going to be the next person. Well, or WNBA maybe or something, right? Who knows? There's a person that could potentially not be born that could be the next top five pick for BYU. Think about that. Way to bring that to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, has BYU baseball turned a corner after winning the last two? I'm not ready to say that they have officially turned the corner, but beating nationally ranked Arizona State 8-5 to on Tuesday and then following that up with a 12 to nothing 18-hit performance win against St. Mary's, who had the best combined ERA in the WCC. They got great pitching, and BYU shelled them. Apparently not. If BYU wins tonight and they win three in a row and lock up the series tonight, then I will say that they have turned the corner. But they got to win one more. Yeah, I think you have to win uh, three in a row. But even then, what if what if BYU returns to its ways next week, right? Um, no, get through this series. Yeah. Let's talk. But so far, so good through this week. Coming up, repping the Y in Cleveland. And we project the rest of the NFL draft for the remaining BYU hopefuls with a hint of randomness, or a lot of it. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Check us out on our BYU TV Sports YouTube channel for highlights, interviews, and archived content. Subscribe today. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, live on a Friday in Studio B. Let's get to our Zach Wilson Draft Day prop pick results. Say that five times fast. Woo! All right, first question. What color will Zach Wilson's suit be? He didn't tell. He said, you're going to have to watch the draft to find out. Yep. I guessed some shade of gray, and it was. I thought this was well played by Zach Wilson because the green, he knew he was going to wear yeah. green, and I'm like, it it's got to be something like with green. He was going on his It did. Which is a nice look. Giorgio Armani suit, went to California to get fitted for it. You and I did not do that. No. Uh, when we went on uh, Who will he hug first? We based this on ESPN's coverage, and um, we couldn't tell. On ABC, <laughs> he hugged his mom first, but this is based on ESPN's coverage, so nobody gets a Basically, point. which one our producer, Ben, was. <laughs> I was watching NFL Network. It's funny. We watched the all, different ones. I was that watching, uh, you know, the BYU baseball game. Yeah. Like, I thought for a second, because you can guess his dad, he stood up. And started to walk towards Mike, and I was like, oh, he's going to hug his dad. And then he turned to his right and hugged his mom. I was like, there, there you go. Jalen Waddle just literally sits up and walks away. Like, doesn't hug anyone. <laughs> uh, do your thing, bro. All right. Uh, will Kalani Satake shaka the camera in the Zach Wilson green room? Shaka I have no idea. he did not. No idea. We don't think. We didn't, we didn't, didn't see it. it. Yeah. So uh, he didn't shock Lil Wayne either. Throw that one out. Cool. 
Okay, will uh, Zach Wilson two-arm hug Roger Goodell or handshake hug the commish? <laughs> Everyone wins because he went hand clasp bro hug, which I said hug. You said, um, you know, hand clasp and hug, which I think technically you should get that, but for some reason I'm okay. Point. I'll take the point. This is like Jared, who Jared's wants to, giving me the point. This is like um, whose lines, anyways, where the points don't matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no will of consequence. For yeah, this you thing. get 400 points for that. No will of consequence. Hand clasp hug. And the thing is, he went the hand clasp, but then Zach put both arms around the commish. Yes, he did. A true embrace. It's like, don't find me. <laughs> <laughs> Jerem, how long will it take the Jets until their pick is in at number two? You guessed six minutes would be remaining on the clock. I said five minutes would be on the clock. They waited all the way until 234 left on the clock. Some drama. What the heck, man? They were trying to get Aaron Rodgers? Question mark. <laughs> will ESPN show a shot of Jets fans booing the pick? <laughs> We apparently it didn't happen. No, you could hear some booze in the background, but it wasn't, um, you know, on screen. I don't know that it was Jets fans either. Like it could be anybody. I mean, Cleveland mm. fans just boo. Yes, just Browns like, fans just boo by nature. Yeah, Cle- they just wake up and they like boo at like the toaster when the group of fans that yeah. were shown on ABC's coverage of Jet fans were cheering and yeah, you know. So I was like, okay, cool, but. There's always going to be a naysayer. It's New York. Are you kidding me? Like, go to social media and just type in Zach Wilson, and you'll see uh, varying opinions in a hurry. Good gravy. No, thanks. Okay. So we both get a point there. I'm on Twitter already. For our BYU Cougars remaining NFL prospects draft projections. Okay, here we go. Presented by Tim Daly Ford, part of the Tim Daly Auto Group serving Utah since 1968. Now, everybody remaining, waiting and hoping to hear their name called either today. Draft coverage begins at 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain, or tomorrow. Rounds 4 through 7 happen on Saturday morning into the afternoon. Okay, let's start with Brady Christensen, Jerem. Where do you have Brady going? Third round. Cowboys! Okay. I have Brady. I have no good reason for any No, this is all just random. Yes. Okay. Uh, and we'll see if any of us gets anything even close. Or let's get one of them. Amazing, one of them. Okay, right. I thought about this a little bit. I was like, I, oh, good for I, you. I dabbled a little <laughs> bit, but then I was like, all right, I'll just go random. Yeah. Um, BYU has great ties with offensive linemen and interior linemen on both sides of the ball with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Brady Christensen, third round to the Pittsburgh Steelers. <sighs> Kyrus Tonga, fourth round Broncos. So I'm going a little higher for Kyrus, uh, but Broncos. I'm going to go fifth round for Kyrus to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, Kyrus just feels like a guy that would be with the Cleveland Browns. And, yes, the BYU tie there. Mm. Okay, that's fun. Dax, Dax Milne. Dax. Dax and Flaxen, Waxen. Uh, sixth round to the Texans. Okay. Who his quarterback is, we'll see with the offseason. <laughs> and maybe it'll be Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, who, who knows, right? They're figuring aye, aye, things aye. out there. I say seventh round to the Jets. I'm all in on Dax Milne joining Zach Wilson with the Jets in New York. That'd be fun. Okay. What about Matt Bushman? Sixth round Vikings. Mm. Feels like a Viking. Okay. I'm going with the family ties here. Uh, He's done everything else that his father-in-law has done, right? He married a volleyball player who Mm -hmm. happens to be Chad Lewis's daughter. Yep. And he was a star tight end at BYU, just like Chad. So why wouldn't... He had a foot injury. Why wouldn't the Eagles take... Matt Bushman. Yes, and he had a footage. Why wouldn't because they take him Andy in the Reed's seventh not round? There anymore. Seventh round, Matt Bushman to the, the Philadelphia Ch- Eagles. What if the Chiefs take him? That'd be sweet. Okay, Chandon Herring. What do, you, what do you got? I think he's going to be a late pick, too. Seventh round, 
Washington football team. I'm going. I'm just like way out on the limb on this. Chandon Herring could be a fourth rounder to the Bengals. Oh, hey, or undrafted. Like, Come protect you know, Joe hey, Burrow. It's it's yeah yeah maybe right. He needs all the protection that uh, he can get on the offensive line. There you go. Good grief. Tristan Hodge. Toronto Argonauts. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. Um, Undrafted but free agent deal with the Cardinals. This is so random. Hopefully we get one. I know. And for whatever reason, I was like, I I see Tristan Hodge wearing a Denver Broncos uniform. I think he'd be a perfect Raider. Ooh. You want to change your pick? No. Okay. Undrafted. Unless it's correct. Okay. <laughs> but I'll say that after. Don't worry. You got him undrafted to the Cardinals. I say yeah. undrafted to the Denver Broncos. What about Chris Wilcox? He ran that 4-3-1. Yep. yep. Is he going to get drafted? I have undrafted but to my Seahawks in uh, free agency. Chris Wilcox is going to be the next Michael Davis. He, he will make a roster. He'll make a practice squad, and then he'll make a roster. I think he's going to go to the Chiefs. I think Andy Reid's like, That'd be fun. I like that BYU guy. A lot That'd of speed, a lot of special teams. Daniel Sorensen got one of those already. Yeah, let's go with Chris Wilcox. One of those. Isaiah Kafusi. <laughs> Undrafted to the Jets. They they know Kafusis. They know Kafusis with Bronson and Corbin yes. last year. So they're yes. like, oh, your cousin? Yeah. Let's well, one him. of the Kafusis is now playing for the Green Bay Packers, which is why I think Isaiah Kafusi will end Wait, up. Wait, which one? Green I thought Bay. Corbin was with the Niners. Is it or Bronson? Maybe, maybe Bron- I thought Bron- Bronson's with the Packers. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. Okay. That's exciting. So he replaces Aaron Rodgers. Why not two Kafusis with the Green Bay Packers? And Isaiah, like. Come on, his hard work, you know, blue collar approach. Your face underrated. is doing the same. I, no, 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 no. Just, was... just determined, <laughs> determined. Isaiah, he he fits yeah. the Packers mindset. Yeah, that that team, that community. Okay, Listen, and not everyone's gonna make it. We're just yeah hoping. Okay, Zane Anderson. I go undrafted Giants. Ooh, I, I like that one because uh, the New York Giants have taken. Uh, They've rolled the dice on you know a couple of undrafted BYU guys, notably Wani Unga a few years back, and he actually started a few games for the yeah, Giants. Yes, he did. And coming off of a significant injury, so mm-hmm. maybe the Giants roll the dice on Zane Anderson, who's had some injury concerns and is Special super teams, athletic. If you need a guy, yes. Zane Anderson. I like man. Zane uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, I'd like to see him in the NFC West. That'd be fun. Okay, can Troy Warner. Uh, Niners. Undrafted 49ers. Hey, we listen, Fred, we're going to give your brother a shot 49ers. here. Bring him yes. in and see what we do. Hey. Yes. Yeah. They, okay. will, they will lean heavily on Fred. And, I have him to uh, the Niners. You have him to the 49ers. So we'll see which one it is. Who's going to win between the 49ers <laughs> and the Niners? Yeah, it's an epic matchup numerically. Every time I hear Niner, I think about a random story of a friend that I had. I think of Tommy Boy. Would He refused to – okay, I'm doing – I can't believe I'm doing this. Mission story real quick. Really? I, we don't go to this no, well we here. Don't. My friend Steve. Is it, are we okay doing this? When we would go to we an good? American eating establishment. Just come follow up. Okay. So he would go to, if we go to McDonald's or KFC, yep. he's like, it's an yep. American establishment. I don't care if it's in Korea. I will speak English. I will speak English here. Okay. And, oh, because he felt like he was breaking the rules if he didn't? Yeah. So then the, Speak your language? The man, not, he's not in the MTC. No, he's in an American establishment. So he's like, I'm speaking English. He can speak English whenever he wants. <laughs> I think brother is so-and-so. No, he's doing it because he thinks that the employee should have to speak English to him. Okay? <laughs> I don't have to speak Spanish at a Mexican restaurant. I know. Provo. I'm, not, I'm just telling mindset. you what he was doing. Yeah, okay? okay, okay, okay. So the manager comes out, and after he goes through two different employees who can't understand what he's saying. Oh, he's, he's like, persistent. Hey I, hey, I want a Big Mac meal with a large fry and an orange Fanta. Okay? And... 
Fanta in Korean sounds nothing like they can't even say their F's, okay? It's Hwanta, okay? So Hwanta, these poor okay. girls are like, okay. ah, I'm gonna get my manager. So the manager comes out and he's like thinking that he's got he's got the sweet English swag, you know? And so he starts English spazzing Steve, and then Steve just goes into fast. He's like, Yeah, I was just telling her I want a Big Mac meal with a large fry and an orange Fanta Niner. Niner? <laughs> yes. He just throws in Niner. Yes. And I'm like, what? Where's the Niner coming from, man? <laughs> so every time I hear Niners, I think about that story. You think of Steve. <laughs> you got a walkie talkie? <laughs> Niner. Coming up, the best part of draft night for Zach Wilson through your eyes. And an off the radar rise and shout out Niner. This is Niner. BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. BYU Sports Nation's Rise and Shoutout is presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. BYU Sports Nation, always available on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Or you can download the podcast, subscribe, review it, and rate it. Our question of the day. What was the best thing about Zach Wilson's historic draft night? Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort from Chris Weitzel on Twitter. Quote, how everyone was complaining BYU and Zach had an easy schedule. No real opponents. Then one pick later with Trey Lance out of North Dakota State, who I have no problem with, says Chris, praised the ground he walked on. Um, he played one game last year and threw for fewer than 150 yards. Yeah, double standard there. Okay, today's Rise and Shoutouts presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Jack Tuttle, if you know, you know. And then the other is to my brother-in-law and Cleveland Browns fan, Tommy Walter, who was in Cleveland. This is when Zach was picked, repping the Y. That's awesome. Uh, you know, he's, he's not up to the stage, but he's as close as he can get. Congratulations to Tommy on being there and enjoying that. And, of course, uh, you know, all of BYU, uh, you know, and Cougar Nation. What a great night. So cool. I'm going to give an additional rise and shout-out to John Beck for his work specifically with Zach Wilson. Spencer, he found his guy again. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, Hopefully 10 in a row won't happen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reaching there. (laughs) Our thanks to today's guest. Aaron Roderick, who joined us just outside the green. That was really cool. Started Dennis Pitta, fourth-round pick. No For Jerem, I am Spencer. Let's give a shout-out to uh, all of the Kafusis. Yeah, we'll see you tonight for BYU Baseball against St. Mary's. Go Cougs. That's a lot of Kafusis. Mm-hmm.